Hi, I'm James Schofield, the creator of this podcast, Behind the Bottom Line. Business isn't really about numbers, it's about people. Behind the Bottom Line is a collection of the funny, sad, and frankly weird events that I've experienced in business, and which I turned into stories for various magazines. In each episode, I tell you a little bit about the real-life background that inspired me, and then I read you the story itself. So let's find out about today's story, Full Moon. Full Moon is only the second story that I wrote for Business Spotlight. And um, it's actually one of my favourites. And it tells the story of Nick Samuel, who is a human resources director for a company called Top Foods PLC. And Nick has a rather annoying boss called Jerome Jones, or JJ for short. And JJ gets it into his head that he wants to win an award, uh, a a company award, for having a very diverse team. And so he instructs Nick Samuel to look around for good examples of diversity within the company that he could promote uh, and that could write about and so that he could win this coveted award from a big business uh, magazine and Nick does this and puts together a list of 10 12 people who he thinks are interesting examples of diversity um, and he presents the list gives the details uh, about these people anonymously people were only willing to offer their information about their diverse features to Nick on condition that they were kept anonymous and only if they had a chance of becoming the person who got the promotion uh, where they were then willing to uh, divulge their name. And unfortunately, um, the JJ's interest in diversity is shown to be rather thin when it comes to the kind of diversity that Nick has managed to uncover in the company. Um, and so in the end, he, JJ, blames Nick for having a stupid idea in the first place and uh, decides to give up on the whole uh, diversity topic within the company altogether. However, uh, what JJ doesn't know is that Nick has a rather interesting um, area of diversity himself, uh, which JJ doesn't get to uncover, uh, but you, the reader, or the listener, you the listener get to hear how diverse Nick actually is um, at the very end of the story, so make sure you listen. My interest in the topic of diversity in companies stems back to about the time that I was writing the story, of course, um, when the company that I was working with really started doing uh, an awful lot more for gender diversity um, and then they were interested in, then they got interested in age diversity, um, and then they got interested in um, otherly abled diversity, um, and finally they got interested in LGBTQ diversity. Um, but I always slightly had the feeling that it was as if HR departments were ticking boxes and saying, okay, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this, um, this is going to make us an attractive employer. Um, and that's it. They were, the, the real belief in 
embracing the diversity of people within an organization, um, I feel is a little bit lacking. Um, and um, that sounds perhaps a bit cynical, and you should also say, well, uh, that they're doing anything is, is a good thing if you consider that the how the focus over the previous 150 years of business has always been on white, middle-class males, um, and anything that changes that is a good thing. Um, but it's, it's always struck me that there is probably considerably more diversity in companies than we acknowledge and than uh, is ever transparent. And, and I wanted to explore that and see what would happen if you really looked under the surface and found out about, yeah, just how different people can be. The boss, JJ, is um, your classic idiot boss. Um, you can see the influences of things like uh, Dilbert. Um, I'm kind of quite fond of him because he comes up in, I've used him and Top Foods PLC and Nick Samuel in, I think, five or six stories um, over the years for um, uh, on different occasions. Each time, JJ uh, behaves like a complete idiot and it's left to Nick to um, yeah, uh, get him out of trouble again uh, or deal with the situation that, it, that JJ has caused. Um, and so I, I have to admit, I kind of identify myself with Nick Samuel um, quite a lot. Um, and JJ is basically um, every stupid boss who any of us have ever worked with. Um, it's, I, uh, I hope you like the story and uh, I hope that you will like to meet up with Nick Samuel and JJ and Top Foods PLC in future episodes of Behind the Bottom Line. So that's enough introduction. Let's now turn to the story. Full Moon. Nick Samuel was 48. Married to Claire, had two nice children at an expensive private school and was worried that he was about to lose the job that paid for them all. He was the human resources director for Top Foods PLC and normally enjoyed his work. Until the day the chief executive officer for Top Foods, Jerome Jones, or JJ as he was called, discovered diversity. Diversity? asked Nick when JJ called him into his office. Yes, Nick, do all people in this company have equal opportunities for promotion, or is it only white middle-class males like you? And you, thought Nick. He pointed out that 45% of Top Foods managers were women, 32% were from ethnic minorities, and that the offices and factories had all recently been redesigned to allow wheelchair access. It's not enough, Nick. What about gays or single parents? Did you know that scientists somewhere have proven that culturally diverse teams produce better results than unmixed teams? Yes, said Nick. I read that article in the London Business Journal last month. Good. Well, the journal is giving an award to the CEO who provides the best example of diversity in action. And I want to win it. Everything you said so far is fine, but lots of companies do that. I want someone spectacularly diverse in a senior job. Well, doesn't that depend on their skills, JJ? asked Nick nervously. Oh, we'll find a job where they can't do any damage. Perhaps say goodbye to somebody who's been too long in one area. 
As he left the room, Nick felt JJ's eyes on his back. So it's just about winning this diversity award, is it? asked Claire that evening. Definitely. Perhaps I should tell JJ about... You know. All too risky, she said. Just do as he says and find some interesting candidates in the company. I bet there are lots. So for the next three weeks, Nick interviewed people and produced a file of 12 high-potential possibilities for JJ. Why are these profiles anonymous? asked JJ as he looked at Nick from behind his huge desk. I only got this information from the individuals on the basis of anonymity. If you decide you want to offer one of them something, I can arrange a meeting with you. Shall I begin? Okay. Candidate A is 32 and has qualifications in marketing. She is divorced and has a three-year-old son and a girlfriend. Excellent. Is she pretty? Would she look good in photographs? That's sexist, JJ. Don't say that at the awards. But yes, she is. She is also a practicing witch and can turn... Wait a minute. A witch? Yes, black magic. Very useful in the strategy department. You're kidding. No, really, JJ. She's well known in witch circles. We can't promote a witch. Well, it makes her very diverse. I'm not interested in weird diverse, Nick. I want award-winning diverse. What about the next one? Candidate B is a 28-year-old junior accountant who went partially deaf three years ago. Good so far. And he is a very skillful mind reader. He knew exactly what I had planned for the weekend. He could be head of auditing. I do not want a mind reader next to me in meetings. Next. And so it went on for another ten candidates. There were four who communicated with ghosts, three who could move furniture with their thoughts, two more mind readers, and one genuine zombie. I know that guy, Nick. I saw him eating a cat at lunchtime down in the garage a month ago, but I thought I was mistaken. This is terrible. Well, I'm sorry, JJ, said Nick. It's amazing how much diversity there is in the company. JJ sighed. This award was a crazy idea of yours, Nick. What did you say to those weird, I mean, the people you interviewed? Are they expecting something? No, I, I just said that we might promote somebody on the basis of their special skills. OK, let's forget about this and destroy that information. If the newspapers... Nick went home early that evening. You were right, of course, he said to Claire over supper. Lucky I didn't say anything about um, my uh, my special feature. Claire laughed. Don't forget the time. The moon will be out soon. Nick scratched his chin, which badly needed shaving. Ah, oh, yes, such a bore. Thank goodness it's only one night a month. Shall we go for a walk after I've changed? Oh, that would be nice. I'd like some fresh air. So, half an hour later... With a bright full moon shining in the sky, Claire Samuel could be seen walking down the street while her husband trotted behind her and sniffed the bottom of all the lampposts. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Bottom Line. Why don't you subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode? And please tell your friends and write a review 
so that other people can find out about Behind the Bottom Line. Take care until next time. Bye-bye.